Hello, and welcome to Social Workers Rise, where we inspire social workers to connect, expand their knowledge, and change more lives than they ever thought possible. We will talk everything social work on every level from micro to macro. We are going to hear stories of social workers who are doing big things, learn new skills, and most importantly, give you actionable steps to make a difference today. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode of Social Workers Rise. It is your host, Catherine here. Today, we're going to be talking about the number one advocacy mistake that I see. And this is specifically for social workers who are trying to advocate for their clients and they're doing this one thing and it's missing the mark and it's really causing a lot of missed opportunities there. So a little bit about me, I am an LCSW based out of sunny Southern California. I started the Social Workers Rise podcast as a way to start changing the toxic narratives that I was hearing and feeling within the social work industry. Narratives such as you should just expect to be burnt out and expect to make not make a lot of money in this field. And I had gotten my license and I just reached this point where I'm thinking, oh my gosh, something needs to change because I do not want to get burnt out again. And I'm also at a point where I need to be able to pay my bills, right? I live in California. It's freaking expensive. So instead of quitting social work, as I had contemplated doing, I decided to start a podcast and switch up the social work path that I took. And so in talking with so many social workers and especially around a podcast called Social Workers Rise, there's a lot of people who are passionate about advocacy. And I see this one mistake over and over again that I want to bring attention to so that it does not happen to you. Before we hop into all of this, though, I do want to just put a plug out there. If you are looking for a clinical supervisor in your state, definitely check out the RISE directory, risedirectory.com. That is a platform specifically for clinical social workers in the United States, has lots of amazing free resources. Go check it out. Okay, back to the episode. (laughs) So... When it comes to advocacy, we have the best intentions for our clients. We have done our assessment, we understand their situation, and a lot of times their situation is very similar to many of our other clients. And there just gets to a point where we ask ourselves, what is going on? What is happening here? And a lot of times people say, what is going on, and they talk about everything that is wrong, right? Everything that is broken, everything that is just so messed up and people are not being treated fairly, and this is an injustice, and I didn't sign up to be part of this system that causes harm on other people, and you're just like going on and on and all very valid points. I'm not going to detract from the points that you see the problems that you see, and also to that you're talking to people about it, which is great that you're having these conversations, that you're talking about it. However, you can't stop there. 
right? This is not a one-sided conversation. Advocacy takes into account of everybody involved from you, the client, the system, the organization, the politics, the money, right? There's so many different factors that go into the problems that we are seeing. And most of the time, it's not one single problem or one single person that's the problem. It is a whole system of problems. And so I remember being young and I had my first social work job or especially my first social work internship where you're just starting out and you're seeing, oh, wow, this organization sounded great when I signed up. But now that I'm in here, there's so much going on. And why does it seem like we're not really helping clients the way that we should be, or that clients are slipping through the cracks, right? Or that there's all these shortcomings and our clients need more services than what we're able to offer. And I came to a place where I, I was, I remember I was working in a nursing home or I was doing hospice and I would go into the nursing home and I'd see all these things that are wrong right? Like my client is being left in their underpants and not being changed properly, or they're getting uh, bed sores. And, you know, this is just a travesty because nobody should have bed sores, right? And so I get myself all up into a passionate rant with my clinical supervisor, which is what clinical supervision is for, right? That is perfectly fine. It is great to see these problems and to bring them up and to voice the problems and I'm ready to report this, this agency, right? I'm ready to report them. I'm ready to uh, make sure that the government knows the, all the wrong stuff that they're doing, right? And my supervisor just says, you know, hold on, let's pause. And we're really gonna take a look into everything that is going on here, all of the different factors. And as it turns out, it wasn't neglect like I had thought it was, and I was gonna go scream at the top of my lungs to whoever would listen to me about this awful facility neglecting their, their patients. But instead, she forced me to step back and look at everything that's involved, right? So the patient, how is the patient taking care of themselves? How is the family involved? What is the staffing like at the nursing home? What is the training like at the nursing home? What are the health conditions? And how is, how is the skin for this person, right? So a lot of learning. Like, Hey, it's Catherine here. I hope you are enjoying this episode. We're going to take a quick break to listen to these ads from our sponsors. If you're planning to take the BBS Law and Ethics exam, the ASWB Master's or Clinical Licensure exam, or if you're studying for the MFT exam, then you need a proven program that can help you understand the exam questions and pass with confidence. If this is you, I highly recommend the Therapist Development Center. I personally use TDC to pass my law and ethics and clinical exams and found the program provided me with everything I needed to pass with confidence. TDC's program integrates various ways of learning in an organized fashion, containing all of the information you need to pass without the overwhelm. And now, bonus, TDC is also offering a library of continuing education courses that fulfill your license renewal requirements 
and will support you in your career development. If this sounds like something that you need, visit their website, therapistdevelopmentcenter.com and use the code SWRISE10 at checkout to receive 10% off any of their CE courses, including their brand new course, On the Edge of Life, an Introduction to Suicidality. You can also check out the link in the show notes. I learned that when you're very frail and you haven't moved in a very long time, your skin is just very fragile and you can just start bleeding by just a scratch, right? It's just very sensitive. And so they were actually doing their best in trying to take care of my patient and my client. And I realize now that had I gone and just shouted from the rooftops about how this agency was neglectful, that would have harmed, caused so much harm to my patient, to the relationship that the, that my agency had with this facility and to the family too, you know, caused a lot of stress. And so really taking a step back to say, okay, you have these problems, they're real problems, but instead of complaining, let's look at everything around and see what kind of solutions can be done, right? So a lot of times I see social workers complaining a lot. There's even accounts on Instagram that I've seen. I'm sure there's more on TikTok or wherever, but I'm thinking of account on Instagram and their whole thing is to expose their university and how terrible their university is. And I'm thinking like, okay, it's great that you're able to talk about these problems that you see on your university and that's the start of advocacy, but are you slandering them on Instagram or are you having conversations with their leadership? Because that is a huge difference. And if you're just slandering them and talking shit on everything that you see wrong, but you're not bringing any real solutions, you're not trying to understand why is this happening, looking at the systems, then that is a problem. And that is not ethical. And there needs to be some real deep self-reflection going on there about why are you trying to nitpick somebody else when you're not talking to the right people about it? Are you really advocating or are you just complaining and wanting to call out other people who are trying their best and probably working behind the scenes? They're aware of these problems. They're trying the best to fix it and they need your help. They need your solutions, right? A lot of times these organizations are not led by social workers and so they're not on the front lines. They don't have that systems perspective and they need you to go in there and have these conversations with them, to bring stories of people that you've helped and to recommend what can we do about it? Given everybody's input and all of the different factors leading into this problem, what is it that we can do about it? So instead of complaining, you need to be bringing solutions. If you come at advocacy from that realm, it's going to get you so much farther. And it changes your lens of one from anger, like, oh, the injustice, to one of understanding and one of curiosity. What is going on here? How can we fix this? What can we do? What has already been done? What has worked in the past? What doesn't work, right? So the big takeaway here is stop complaining and bring more solutions. 
if you got anything from this episode or if you disagree with me, if you agree with me, I would love to have this conversation with you because like I said, if there's something that you see or hear that you feel doesn't resonate with you and you want to advocate for it, go to that person, talk to that person, reach out to them, see what, see what's going on. So you can find me on Instagram at social workers rise. If this episode helped you feel free to text it to a friend, let them know what you heard, let them know what your takeaway was and make sure that you're subscribed to this podcast. Also one last point, I do want to make sure that you know I have a new subscription option out on Instagram. So this is a very low cost subscription that you can sign up for through my profile. And this is going to give you more access to behind the scenes podcast recording, to interactions with me, to messaging. You can ask questions. I'm going to be showing more behind the scenes of my life and also providing clinical social work tips to help you improve your confidence and your skills within the social work industry. So if that is something that you're interested in, definitely go over to Instagram. I'm at social workers rise. And then on my profile, you'll see a subscribe button. So go ahead and click that button and you will be able to subscribe and get access to all of these really amazing resources. Until next week, I will talk to you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Social Workers Rise. If you love this episode, be sure to subscribe and text this episode to a friend. If you want more, there are a few ways we can get to know each other and work together. First, definitely subscribe to the Friday resource email list. The link is in the show notes. And that's where you can learn more about the courses I offer, including clinical essentials, for the future therapist, and the Pulse Basics for medical social workers. I'll also be sending out occasional tips and resources and other happenings within the social work industry. And for all your clinical supervision needs, be sure to visit risedirectory.com. This is a national directory of clinical supervisors for social workers, and we also provide free resources that you can use within your own clinical supervision. Lastly, if you have more individualized needs, I do offer coaching, individual consultations, and am available for public speaking engagements for social workers and change makers. Lastly, the boring legal stuff, but very important. The information in this podcast is not meant to be a supplement for therapy, professional advice, or clinical supervision. This content is provided as is solely for informational purposes. It is not legal, health, or safety advice. I am not advising you as a therapist. Organizations should engage their own experts to ensure any adoptive measures are compliant with applicable laws and standards in their jurisdictions. The opinions expressed by individuals or organizations are their own and do not reflect the views or opinions of Social Workers Rise or Catherine Moore. References to specific products or organizations do not constitute any endorsement or recommendations by Social Workers Rise.